Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Stars fans, it's Jeff K, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey guys, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside my brother James over here, my name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. We thank them for being our sponsor, as always. For these episodes, and unfortunately tonight, James, the I don't even know where to start. I, I guess I guess we'll just start by saying that the Dallas Stars did they even show up? They they lost by a final score of five to one to the Philadelphia Flyers this evening. I apologize about the lateness of that for of this episode for those of you that are watching live. Thank you all for tuning in late with us as it's ten twenty on a Thursday night. Uh, work kind of got in the way a little bit this evening, but uh, nonetheless, we're still here to talk to you about a really crappy game and just our thoughts from this game overall. James, uh, I mean, put it into words for for some Stars fans how we're feeling right now. I, I don't know if you can even describe what that game was. I mean, if if you you see the final shot count alone, it's fifteen to what forty three. 
and we had one shot through 30 minutes of play. So that pretty much sums up the whole night, I feel. It is taking every ounce of my being not to go off on this team right now. It really is. And I, I am so beyond frustrated. And the only person that I'm not frustrated not frustrated with is Jay Gottinger. He is literally the only one that showed up tonight. And maybe a little bit of Matt Duchesne. That's about it. Nobody else bothered to show up for this game. And we looked like an ECHL team compared to the Philadelphia Flyers. And that's and that's no slight to ECHL teams. It's just, it looked like big brother and, and baby brother. It, it, it Not even little brother, like when we compare yeah, ourselves to the say, wild. It's not I, even I little brother, big brother. It's big brother and little freaking baby brother. It's It was ridiculous, completely unacceptable the way they played tonight. It was like a full-grown adult beating up an ant. I mean, <laughs> like, the entire game, we couldn't do anything. And then no one started anything to help us get it going. And even we even had a power play, couldn't get it going on that. And it took a penalty kill in Essa Lindell, the prime goal scorer, getting a great odd-man chance to get the second and third shot of the game 30 minutes in. I mean, that's insane to even think about. Like, for over half the game, Essa had over half our shots. And I'm trying to be level-headed about this because the Stars have had a good season. They've played well for the most part over the duration of the season. And I understand these guys you know, this is their job. This is really hard for them to be away from their families and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm just going to flat out say it tonight was a complete waste of my time. It was a complete waste of every stars fans time watching that game tonight. I am surprised. I lasted the entire game. I am honestly genuinely surprised that I watched the entire game because I was going through this and I was just like, you know, they're in the first period. I was just like, okay, they're they're getting like trounced or whatever. But you know what? They haven't scored a goal yet. And then, oh, okay, there's a turnover and one minute remaining in the first period when Ottinger has basically survived you in the first period and you let in a goal. And that's a backbreaker right there. And yeah, and it, then after that, it was just negativity after negativity after negativity in my mind. Yeah, I mean, it. to me, it wasn't even worth watching after the first period. I mean, we've had bad starts before. But this was something entirely different. I mean, this wasn't a bad first period start, which we've seen from the Stars multiple times in the last couple of games, where they just turn it on in the third period. That's not what it felt like tonight. It was very, very different. It was obviously different. We were getting outworked on every puck battle on the boards. It felt like we were losing 90 to 99% of those. And then we couldn't make two passes to get out of our own zone. We couldn't get it past the one block shot blocker whenever we would get a rush chance, which were very few, but we had more than one of them in the first period. I'll tell you that much. And then the, the, the weird thing is that like the shots do tell how the game went, but not really fully because the flyers just shoot a bunch. Uh, the third period kind of, enclosed how the game was actually going in my opinion which was 
the Flyers had all the pressure the entire time. They got a couple of good rush chances and some great execution. Mm -hmm. If the Flyers were executing as well as they were in the third period, they would have put up 10 on the Stars tonight. I don't even know where to start with with everything that you said, uh, but I guess I'll start with this one. Uh, in the first period, I was completely hacked off with the way they could not get out of their own zone. And you know what? Get, give credit to, to Philadelphia. They absolutely were by far the better team tonight. Like, not even close. This game should never have been 2-1. to one. Never. It, it, it easily should have been 4 nothing, 6 nothing. 7-1, whatever you want to call it. It should have been like that tonight. And one of the biggest things that they just couldn't get going, they couldn't get out of their freaking zone. Could not get out of their freaking zone the entire game. And the only thing that sp even sparked a little bit of interest from this team tonight in trying to get back in the game is one bad turnover by, I, I don't even remember, by, by Philadelphia, and then Duchesne happened to be there and Sagan potted it away. So it, on their fourth shot of the game, halfway through the second period, I, I wasn't even, the, the thing was, is I wasn't even ecstatic about the goal. I was just like, oh, great. Okay. Because we were getting completely steamrolled by this team tonight in every aspect of the game. Every aspect of the game. And it, it really felt like that that goal should have like jolted someone. I mean... You you look up at the scoreboard. The shots the shots were at that time four to twenty eight, and you are one shot away from tying the game. Like you gotta you gotta take that. I that you're not gonna get that every night. And Otter held us in for the first two periods, and in the end we kind of just let him out to dry because we're trying to push too hard and we're doing the same turnovers just at both blue lines. And and you're exactly right because and it, well it wasn't just the blue lines it was in the neutral zone too, it was absolutely in the neutral zone too. And I'll talk about one particular player that really hacked me off tonight that may be a surprise for some of our listeners. But we'll get into that in a second. I want to talk about something positive at least for just a moment. Ottinger continues to be really good for this team. I mean, he faced what, what was it, James? Forty five shots is what you said. I think it was 43 by the end of the night. 43, but regardless, I know you I, I know you said that the Philadelphia team is a very high volume shooting team and yeah, they are. But it's not like that they didn't get some great A chances. In the first period there weren't as many of the stars I thought did okay in limiting the chances. But then after that first goal, it was just, you know, slot shot, slot shot, you know, shot off the rush, uh penalty shot here. I I mean, I don't know. It, it it was just extremely frustrating to watch that, and Otter was the only bright spot in a really crappy game. Yeah, I, I honestly can't even take anything from this game because we didn't even see the Stars play, honestly. I mean, they end the night with 15 shots. That's uh, the lowest it's been in a long, 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 long time. And it really... The first period was where it all started, where you get one shot on goal for 20 minutes. That's inexcusable. Even when you're getting forechecked hard like that, you can't get out of the, your zone. When you get in the other zone, you got to throw it on net. you got to make it there. Even if it's like a nothing shot, 
We saw that with the Flyers all night. There were a lot. They had a lot of nothing shots. Not all of them, obviously. They had a ton of slot shots, too. I probably split it right down the middle. Okay, they had 20 shots from the slot, which is crazy, by the way. That's a ton. And then 20 shots from outside. And we had 15 in the entire game. Let's talk about uh, Ardell was like setting us like a outline over here of things we need to talk about. Uh, his first comment <laughs> over here: uh, Philly and Torts are the real deal. Uh, Torts has the Flyers balling out. Absolutely, yeah. And I told everybody this, like you know, probably back in mid December, maybe early December. I was just like, this team is better than what people think they are. They think the Flyers, and they think the Flyers of the last couple of years, and they they've gotten some of their players back, especially uh, Sean Couturier, who I don't actually I don't think he played tonight, did he? I have no clue. I have no I I have no idea because I I was I was just so flabbergasted with the game. Play. But he did play. Okay, but they got him back. They got Atkinson back. They're getting pretty decent goaltending out of uh, a rookie Arison and also from Carter Hart and some other guys. So it's just. The, he's he's doing a really good job with that team down in Philadelphia. Uh, John Tortorella is so. James, you got anything to add to that? Y- yes, he's doing good with the team, but the the way Tortorello teams work is that they just outwork you every single game, and that's what it felt like the entirety of the first period was that we were just getting completely outworked. We weren't fighting for any puck battles. Uh, we were making lazy passes out of our own zone that were constantly getting cut off. Uh, we were trying we were trying to enter the neutral zone before it even got to our own blue line. Multiple times that happens tonight where we are skating up the ice before it even gets out of our own zone. And they were forechecking like three or four all night long. It's it it really comes down to the worth work ethic on that. I mean it was it it, it was atrocious tonight. And the stars got away with a lot of that the past five games. I mean, I, I didn't even notice. Like, we were talking how they scored three goals in three straight third periods. It was actually five straight third periods. They scored three goals in five straight third periods. They were totally, totally doing nothing for most of those games. And and they're just relying on skill at the end of the game to execute on a couple of plays and win. And that's a really, really dangerous place to be. And the Flyers is exactly the team to shove it down your, whatever you want to call it. But it, it, it was, it was like <laughs> this, this team feels like they haven't been working hard to get to where they are. And that game kind of proved it to me. I mean, they're fully laying back, relying on their skill to win these games. And that's the exact exact game to prove it yeah it's just you're we're speechless on this game honestly and uh honestly the just the way that they played last year they had a lot of injuries to their skill the flyers did they in particular sean couturier and sam and sam atkinson uh cam atkinson excuse me they get both of those guys back, and they're also getting a lot more production from guys that they weren't expecting to. Now you've got skill, and you've got hard work, and you're outworking your your competition most nights. 
It's a recipe for success. And dude, did they make the stars look bad tonight? But I mean, seriously, got to give credit to the the Philadelphia Flyers there. Okay, next Ardell point. <laughs> Uh, another bright spot. It, he is right. Say uh, the Sagan again continues. The only other bright spot: seventeen even strength goals for number ninety-one. So, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess Not you have really. to be happy. Yeah, you have to be happy for the goal. You have to be happy for Sagan. The fact that he's doing well this season. But the the two things that were good tonight: Ottinger and, of course, Sagan continuing his say again again gets overshadowed by everything else yeah so uh dallas drew two penalties somehow yeah uh no I idea and i have you, you no can idea hit a dude in the face back then that makes sense uh i i didn't even <laughs> and then the the other one was just like one good shift from the first line that was the entire that was like the entirety of what the first line did of, to, to be fair they should have scored like three times on that shift but that was the one good shift that that line had. Not that was the other John call. So, whatever. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Here's a couple of money lines for you for the games on January 9th. The Kings are taking on the Lightning. The Kings with a minus 115. The Lightning with a 105. The Sharks taking on the Maple Leafs with a plus 350 for the Sharks and a minus 455 for the Maple Leafs. And then you also have the Seattle Kraken taking on the Buffalo Sabres. The Kraken with a minus 108 and the Sabres with a minus 112. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Interesting, too. Uh, the penalty shot was borderline. Uh, dude wasn't going forward anymore. That was very close to being I, disqualified. I thought he stopped, but obviously, ref thought otherwise doesn't matter. I mean, the game was already 3 1 at the time. It was pretty much iced, man. And, that, that's and the way we'd I been was. playing, the way we'd been playing all night long, it was like, <laughs> okay. What's the point? Like, okay, I don't care. So. I don't know, but I thought I thought he had his his momentum was going backwards. He lost his balance. I thought he shouldn't have gotten a shot off, but it is what it is. They counted it. It in the end, it didn't matter. 
because all they needed was two goals tonight to beat the Stars. So big deal there. Uh, that's when I that was like a dagger to the heart here. The Owen Tippett goal was absolutely filthy, and obviously you Ardell's know, talking about that, that the was the only one. good part of the game for me. <laughs> I was sitting there at the end of the game and I'm like, wow, this is great, and then. Just whoop whoop whoop, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that was cool." But that that was pretty much the only good thing of the whole game. Absolutely. I mean, even, even from like, like even from a Flyers fan perspective, like, yeah, you just trounced the, the other team, but it wasn't competitive the entire time. I mean, nope. complete and utter domination from the Flyers. Uh, let's just see what some other people say about this game because I don't even know what else to talk about. Uh. Eric over here, that was gross. At one point, the shots on goal was like 26 to 1. That is very true. Bad games happen, but this team's inconsistent play is frustrating. The fact a team like Seattle that was struggling so bad six weeks ago ran off nine. And uh, he, he's talking about the fact that Seattle is one of those teams on an absolute tear right now, along with the Edmonton Oilers. I think they've won nine in a row now. Maybe Maybe it's 10 tonight. I don't know if they won tonight. And the Oilers are on 11 in a row. The Stars have not seen anything like that. I think at most we've seen four, maybe, yeah, maybe four. I don't four. know if we've seen four straight, but it, we've seen three. But it, it is, it is annoying watching this team, knowing that they don't go on these streaks ever, which they don't. I mean, this isn't like a new thing. Watching, they don't go on losing streaks. They don't go on winning streaks. That is what they do. They are just, they pick up their points however they can. And they end anywhere between second and fourth in the division. I mean, that's, that, that seems to be how this team has gotten to the playoffs for a couple of years now. And I, the likelihood of that changing is extremely low. And to me, that is honestly not a terrible thing. If you are winning games, but like not a row, who to me, it's who cares. I don't care if we're going on a winning streak or not. We are consistently picking up games. It's, it's okay. You know that the team isn't, you don't get any extra points for winning nine in a row. You don't, you get the same amount of points. It's fair, but it it really does kind of wear it on is you annoying. a little bit. Yeah. It, it, it is I mean, annoying. I won't deny that. I mean, I mean, his, his Eric's very next comment, the the last little bit, not going to overreact to one game. I, I'm not overreacting either, but the inconsistency is wearing on me. And then you can see this in the next comment that Ma, uh, Matto has: one game they look like a true cup contender, and then two days later they look like a team that's never won a game. It, it's just. I mean, that's like the key of the key word of sports in general is just consistency. And the stars have it a little bit with the record, looking at their record. You can see that there's some consistency there. We've talked about it. They are consistently inconsistent. I mean, you can count on them to have two or three good games and then a really bad one. (laughs) That is just, for some reason, that is what this team does. Uh, I wish they would get it out of their head. That's where that part part of that comes to my realization with this game. And it's like it it's a 
absolutely awful game. Like it was atrocious. But I they're not gonna keep playing like this. That part I know. They're not gonna keep playing like this. Maybe they'll have another one like this before the end of the season. Maybe they have two more before the end of the season, but they're not gonna go on a streak of having four or five games of this in a row. So that that's where it's like so confusing for the stars right now. Uh, Hannah, watching this in person was insane. The Flyers looked god tier. I am so sorry you had to experience that live, Hannah. I am seriously so sorry you had to experience that live. And then the this is the other thing that really it, it, maybe it's just because it's recent. <laughs> Can't beat the top teams just like the Cowboys. I mean, like the Cowboys, they go on this really cool stretch at home where they're undefeated. You get to have home field advantage for the first playoff game, and then you lay a freaking goose egg and allow 48 points to to a team that's nine and eight. I mean, the star they stars cowboys tonight. They did. They absolutely cowboyzed after they had a fantastic game against the LA Kings. You may and they played great, absolutely fantastic. Every aspect of the game was great. The defense, the offense, the goaltending, everything. The only thing that replicated from the last game was the goaltending. That was it. So, and maybe that's why I'm even more frustrated because I'm seeing another DFW sports team do it within less than two weeks. Maybe that's why I'm super frustrated, but it's already getting kind of late here, but I do want to, I do want to mention one thing in one player in particular that I was very frustrated with. And he had, at least two giant turnovers that I can think of may in probably multiple ones is Sam Steele. Sam Steele had an absolutely terrible game tonight. That's one of the worst games we've seen him play in recent memory. We, we've been talking him up about how well he's been doing the last month and a half, maybe even the last two months. And he had a, a turnover at the blue line. He had, he had a turnover at in the neutral zone that led to the penalty shot that Lawton would score on. And then he even had some in his own defensive zone. So, again, when I, I'm trying to be as fair as possible when I, when I try to be on this podcast. But when a guy is doing really well, especially when we criticize him a lot, like when we talk about Suter especially, he needs to be praised. When someone is normally praised, and he has a really bad game, he deserves to be criticized for it. Now, hopefully this is just a one-off and done, and he will be immensely better in the next game. But I don't know if you saw that as well, or if anybody else saw that, but that was one particular player that really, really stuck out to me in this game when it comes to just bad plays defensively. Yeah, I, you could pick out anyone tonight, though, and see all those uh Steel definitely didn't have a great night, but it's it the lines above him didn't help either. I mean, the Sagan line had one good uh, four check turnover for a goal, and the Johnston and Henson Robertson line didn't do anything until after a goal was scored. I, re- really, I mean, there was just nothing great tonight. Constantly turning over the puck in our own zone, uh, not getting it out, not really doing anything. Honestly, and halfway through the game, I thought like maybe we'll flip 
Pavelski back to the to the top line, throw Johnston back on the third line, put Steele back down, you know. But but really, what was I mean, the point? It, it there wasn't a point. There would have yeah, been that, no that's point. exactly for everybody was flat. They were not exactly well. nobody. That's exactly what would end up happening. I mean, the same we would have had the same result because no one was playing at all. And if you you could shuffle the lines around or whatever, I, I don't think it would have done anything. And honestly, I'm kind of glad he didn't because they all they all sucked. Uh, no one deserved to move up in the lineup. No one, everyone deserved to move down in the lineup. If if we could have had a four fourth lines, we would have had it tonight. But <laughs> unfortunately, tonight. <laughs> and unfortunately, you have to you have to put people on the ice. And I thought the best we looked tonight was uh, offensively at least was on the penalty kill and we still found a way to give up a power play goal to the worst team worst power play unit in the team in the league i mean at home I, I, at home yes yeah, that's at, true. at home so it's on the road where our best penalty killing is it just seems to be how it works out but uh yeah everyone sucked tonight i don't really i, I don't have any particular person to pick out for you one more question for you james and then we'll do biggest winner biggest loser um you're Pete DeBoer. For the next game, what do you do? Do you keep the lines the same and run it back and basically pull everybody's panties up and like give them wedgies and tell them to go skate and do something? Or do you do you go back to the lines that the guys were comfortable with? Because, I mean... I, I know we were all excited about the lines after the game on on a Tuesday, but now I I I don't know what the answer would be. My my gut reaction is to stick with what we've got, and they're going to play better in the next game. But I don't know. Let me get your thoughts on yeah. that. I likely we will see the same lines, and I don't think that's a bad thing. We we might see someone get scratched and just pull in Delandria just to be like, hey, I have other skaters that can play. You know, I, I, it re honestly, it it really doesn't matter. It does not matter because if 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 you pull in one person and he does great, great, but the rest of the team would still suck. So, uh, you really just gotta. I mean, you really got a point to being outworked the entire game for the 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 entirety of the game they were just outworked like the stars are a better hockey team than the flyers on paper on paper i mean that that is just a true statement but with the worth ethic that the flyers had tonight they're going to beat the stars 99 out of 100 games yep absolutely i i can't agree with you more I really can't. It's going to be kind of hard to pick one in this game today, James, but who's your biggest winner? Um, I'm going to give it to Lindell. Lindell actually had a pretty good game. Uh, he had a bunch of block shots. He had three shots on the game, which is high for him in the entire game, and he had it before the halfway mark, and he was really... He, I, had, I think one, he, was, he had 20% of the team's shots. I just realized that. Yeah, no, he played he he 20% played. of the star shots tonight. He played well. I mean, 
obviously we're not looking to him for offense and he didn't score and that's probably why but he played solid when the team was playing like crap and unfortunately one player playing solid doesn't really do anything for you and you you'd hope that that dude play even better so that he could help the rest of the team get going but no uh, but yeah, I'll give mine to Lindell. I felt like he he was the least awful. <laughs> the least awful. That's the the biggest least awful winner. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know. Or you uh, could give it to Tippet. I was night. gonna give that mine to Tippet. Yeah, I was gonna give mine to Tippet because it's gonna suck. We're gonna see that on highlight rules for the rest of the season. <laughs> Dude, we might see that on highlight reels for years. I oh, mean, man. that goal was that goal was sick. Yeah, but in all reality, I'll give it to Otter to just to put a stars player on there as well. He was the only guy that showed up tonight. Maybe Lindell a little bit. No one else showed up. It was just him trying to do everything. That's it. That's that's what he was doing. Uh, biggest loser tonight. Uh, I will go ahead and say mine because I, I kind of went off on a little bit of a mini rant, but Sam Steele, he was my, my biggest loser tonight, just based off of the fact that he was slow, just like the rest of the team, but his particular turnovers were egregious to me because of the timing of them and where they were and the fact that it led to numerous opportunities for the Flyers. So he's my biggest loser. What do you got? Uh, I would give mine to Hanley for getting caught on two separate rush chances, but I'm not going to give it to Hanley. I'm just going to give it to the entire Stars team because they all sucked and they all looked bad, and <laughs> I never want to see them play like that ever again. And again, what I, I honestly, James, and, and maybe you can you can tell me if this is true. If this, if I was the same way that I was a couple of years ago when I first started the this podcast with you and chris i think i would probably be yelling at this point like i i probably would have already gone on a long rant and been yelling at the top of my lungs and stuff like that but the fact is is maybe i'm just used to it i don't know I, i'm just used We've to gone this numb. consistently <laughs> yeah exactly this in this consistently inconsistent team I, I i don't know what what to tell you maybe that's it but this really felt like a game that I should have been fired up for and I should have been yelling at a bunch of players for. That's definitely true. The team's also in a different spot now. I mean, we're not fighting for a wild card spot anymore. We are still like like nine points up into our spot. I think it's only eight now. But we're, we're still up there. But, I mean, this was a game Still doesn't make where... me feel any better. No, no, not about this game. But this is one that you could probably talk to about yourself for an hour and a half. <laughs> right. That's exactly what I was thinking. It. Right. I, like I was just like sitting there contemplating, like, like I, I don't even need to talk to anybody. Like, like you could have done this by yourself or I could have done this podcast episode by myself. And it would have been the exact same thing. Just like, Oh, like mumbling the whole time. It's <laughs> what it feels like. Like we're just mumbling the whole way through this podcast episode. But uh, seriously, I really hope we don't see the Stars play like this again on Saturday. And they've got a back-to-back Saturday, Sunday coming up. And it's not going to be easy. 
I haven't even looked at who the teams are. It but is, it is New Jersey to New York. So it's kind uh, of it's not a bad travel back to back, but it is a it is a tough set of games there. Well, it is two, and it's two teams that are fighting for a playoff spot right now. So you know they're gonna be very desperate and they're gonna be playing desperate hockey. So that's be even more, more dangerous. Yeah. Be more desperate. I mean, you, you have to be. I, the Flyers are in a tough division where everyone is fighting for a playoff spot right now. We are in one of the only divisions that is not having to like fight at the top for a playoff spot. And it, it showed tonight, definitely showed. I mean, it was atrocious. And with that, at least we can say this. The Minnesota wild suck. Biggest loser every day. Suck. Thank you, Ardell. <laughs> so that does make me happy. And on that note, we're going to say adieu. James, you got anything else? No, I never nope. want to talk about this game ever again. And yet we're going to see that highlight for forever, unfortunately. Shh, don't remind me. <laughs> Thank you guys for those of you who are listening live. We appreciate y'all staying up late with us. Again, sorry for having to do this late, but I didn't really have a choice with uh, work and everything. It was just the way that it had to work out tonight. And uh, James, thanks for staying up late and doing this with me. Appreciate you, bud. Uh, thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being our sponsor. Use that promo code THPN. Those of you that are listening live or that are listening afterwards, if you like anything you've heard, please consider leaving a five-star review anywhere you listen to your podcast. That is seriously the best way that you can get us growing. And also, please go and check out sarcasticremarks.com and sarcasticremarksshop.com. That's all of our merch, and that's the best way to support the work that we do here. Along with James, my name is Ryan. We're exhausted after watching a crappy game. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. We'll be back with you guys again on Saturday. Have a good evening.